If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. It's a budding cell. It's a budding cell. Yes. Mitosis? Uh, Mitosis button. I was looking at the high-performance penetrant. High-performance penetrant. You got some crazy lube on your shelf. We're in the garage. Uh, (laughs) All the mechanics are like, what? Liquid wench. I mean, wrench. Liquid wench. (laughs) Just spray it on. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, it takes care of it. Fancy new show format. Ooh. Well, that's been there in like a many <laughs> uh, It's new every time. It's new every time. Hello and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. As always, we are going to eat some Asian snacks and have some good Middle-Aged Man Talk. Richard, what are we snacking on tonight? We have beer and chippies. That's right. And before we get going, I'd like to start with a quote from the great comedian W.C. Fields. Everybody's got to believe in something. I believe I'll have another beer. So we're having tonight hickory nut flavored sunflowers. So more of these enormous Chinese sunflowers. And for chippies, Calbee brand German sausage flavor. So where are they from? Calbee? TNT grocery store in Ottawa. Yeah, but what country? Ah, uh, hold on. I want to see who thinks German sausage tastes like what these chips taste like. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Okay. So- Hong Kong, China. Is this German sausage flavor? It tastes like sausage. Like it's a bit of a mustard. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of mustard, but they've got the they must have done it in lard because they got it's got that grease flavor. I like these. They taste like an Oktoberfest sausage. Well done, Calby Brand. Uh, open the beers. Yep. Beers. Oh, so Brendan brought. I've got a wave pale ale. What is that? Um, it's a pale ale. The smart man at the liquor store said this is a good beer. So a pale ale is used to be the. Uh, they're not as pale as a lager, but uh, it used to be that beers in England were made, the ales were made with peat-smoked malt or just or coal-smoked malt. Or basically, the malt wasn't smoked on purpose. It was just the way they dried it, but it also made, which made the beers a lot darker. So the pale ales were the high-quality, high-flutin beers because they were, they, they had the carefully dried malts that weren't scorched and stuff like that. And you get a, a, a paler, but not clear, not not really pale. They were actually still mm. fairly dark compared to... I have no idea what you just said. What are the calories? 190 calories per serving. Per 100 grams. How many grams are in a bag? 70. Net weight, 70 grams. Per 100 grams is 190. So this is 75 calories each? 150? Because it's whatever. It's Friday. Friday's free calorie day. That doesn't make sense, Richard. That's not how biochemistry works. I'm drinking a Collingwood Freestyle Double Chocolate Milkshake Porter. It's quite nice. Yeah, mm. this is a very, very hoppy pale ale. You like it? Yeah. The so smart it, mad liquor store told me to get it for you. It says a New England-style pale ale, which means it's a U.S.-style pale ale as opposed to a England-style pale ale. New England, not regular old England. But it's, it's all- jolly old England, thank you. It's jolly. I would actually say this about ten years ago this would have classified as a IPA. Right. Yeah. So where's Wave from? It's got a weird crazy design. See the picture? Oh, by the way, the Corbyville, picture- Ontario. Corbyville, Ontario. So it's yeah, nice local beer. So 
I, I always say see the picture now. We're doing pictures of all the things we eat and drink. That's only on Patreon because th- because on Patreon you can put pictures and attachments and Buzzsprout won't let me for all that stuff. So if you're on any other platform besides Patreon, you don't see the photos. So if you want to see the photos, you have to go to Patreon. And then you can see the pictures of all the things we eat and drinks. So you can see that we're not just pretending. How, how would we pretend to eat chips? These aren't really German sausage flavor. They're Polish sausage flavor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I haven't been out for a good German meal at the Bavarian restaurant since before COVID. I want me some schnitzel, some spatzel, and the Debresner. Those are all foods. Wash it down with a Pilsner or something like that? Mm. Yeah. Wash it down with a couple of Pilsners, maybe. That's normally a place me and my buddies from work will go, the downtown core, a couple times in the summertime. It's a little more expensive, but it's a nice patio patio lunch. They always have a good soup. I'm not a big restaurant soup person, but they have a good appetizer soup, generally. Yeah, there's a little bit of, like, a Dijon mustard. Yep. Those are surprisingly good. The mustard isn't even is not evenly spread throughout it as well. Just some like chi- on a real sausage. Yeah, some chips are a lot more mustardy than others. Yeah. These are pretty good. I think these are the best chips we've had from China. Of all the various I mean, a lot of the flavors are like weird coffee, milk tea, bubble tea, you know, like they're they're kinda out there. Yeah. This one, I think this is actually I like this better than regular Canadian chip flavors. This is a this is the winner. This is a major buy again. It's different enough without being really strange. Coffee tea, bubble tea. Yeah. Um, what was the one we had before? Creme brulee. And it's not sweet. Yeah. It's, it's, so, the... it's salty enough. Um, you know. Yeah, it is salted. It's actually properly salted. For, well, for a Canadian taste, it's properly salted. Or an American taste. Very not bad. I'm going to try one of these hickory nut flavor sunflowers. So instead of being hickory flavored, they're hickory nut flavored. Hickory nut. Oh, they taste like the uh, walnuts we had, the Chinese walnuts that were cooked and spiced or something in, in the shell. Kind of like a five spice. Yep. I find it funny. I bought a Chinese five spice five spice mix. There was nine ingredients. Like, hey, wait a minute. There's a mosquito in here. Yep. Why do you have mosquitoes? It's December. Global warming. Global warming. Everyone blames that for everything. Climate change there. Well, safer term. Climate change. The climate's been changing off and on for millions of years. Anthropomorphic climate change. Well, it was uh, Jeremy Clarkson who talked about it. There was apparently a documented cooling when the Huns from Mongolia killed so many people in such a short amount of time, they actually caused global cooling. They can see it in the geological record of like longer winters and colder times from that era, which is kind of neat. I do find it funny people are like, that's not real global warming. I'm like, oh, how many scientific papers have you read about it? Well, none. I see. So what are we arguing about? Well, all those scientists, yes, all the scientists, they're all in it together. Well, it's because that's where the money is. Where's the money coming from? Well, the governments. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> governments don't sponsor research like that. Well, well, where's the money coming from? Well, mostly universities. Ah, that's it. These people are generally are anti-intellectuals. Yeah. I, I mean, it used to be, Bill Mark talked about this this year, how it used to be that, you know, one in five people had a university degree, or even one in ten, and no one hated them for it. No one was upset about them. But there is kind of anti-post-secondary education reverse snobbery that's kind of uh, happening. No, it's always been around because terms like egghead, right? You know, the boys in the back room. But uh, there's difference. There's a difference though, like egghead and like the British. You're a boffin. Yeah, there's still a certain positive. They're going to figure out the complicated stuff. 
Nowadays, it's like, oh, you got a degree. You think you're better than me? You're not better than me. There's a certain kind of lowbrow, let's have a fight about it kind of attitude. So sunflower seeds, buy again or they're just fine? They're just fine. They're just fine. I, I wouldn't buy them again. I could, but not with like, a, oh, I got to have these again to be like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll have them again. It's kind of more of a, a casual on sale buy again, not a got to have it. What What's those- funny is how big the shells are. And they're enormous. Half the sunflower seeds, the actual meat of them, isn't much bigger than uh, a regular, regular sunflower. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. Or not regular, but the ones we kind of get around here. Like these are like an inch long. Yeah. Oh, you think that's an inch to you? <gasps> ba, ba, ba. Anyway. So. Well, I just divided it by 12. Divided by 12. Uh, oh, I wrote, I wrote a joke actually in the car. I was thinking about it. You, hey, Richard. You wrote while driving? Well, in my brain. I write my brain first, then then on the computer. Hey, Richard. Yes, Brendan? I'm wearing deodorant tonight. I hadn't noticed. I hadn't noticed. It's terrible. I'm okay. I'm wearing deodorant. Millhouse Simpsons. Uh, My wife doesn't like our jokes. My wife also doesn't like me saying that she doesn't like our jokes. Last time you did jokes, and you said that I didn't like them, which is fine, but you did them anyway, and they were terrible. I was like, yeah, I warned everyone. Well, your wife has to have a sense of humor. She married you. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> She's more European than anything else. And they don't have senses of humor over there. They're very serious Europeans. I don't know. There's a French sense of humor, which I don't get. But look, he is wearing blue and yellow. It is very funny. What? The French have a sense of humor. and Oh, look, he fell down. That is hilarious. He's a clown. Uh, Who do they love? Jerry Lewis. I never understood why they love Jerry Lewis so much. The British have a very definite sense of humor. The British sense of humor, though, is always a bit dark. I watched... Um, and, and, and delightfully dry. I watched the interview from a while ago with John Cleese and Bill Maher. And Bill Maher tells him one of his old jokes from maybe the 90s. It's a Bill Maher joke. And he says, Islam and Muslims, you know, they have uh, a very peaceful... Uh, faith. You know, there's a piece of you here, a piece of you there, a piece of you over there. You know, referencing, you know, yeah. all the warfare and suicide bombings. And John Cleese just laughs and laughs at it. And that is kind of that kind of British humor where there is a certain dark reality to what you're joking about. Because it, the, the Quran is actually, on its own, much nicer than a lot of the extreme things that have happened in certain uh, types of Arabic Islam. Yeah, so you've got the Shiites and the Sunnis are the two main which are made up of other ones. It gets more complicated. Yeah. There's other little groups, um, and it's and it's the people who followed Muhammad that uh, that the leaders that followed Muhammad that kind of you know it's the writings of this guy or the writings of that guy. And yeah, I mean they, they they kind of I mean it's like I'm not sure how much different it really is than like Christian doctrine where there's lots of other stuff the Catholic Church has kind of added. Here's here's things Catholics do that aren't necessarily in the Bible. Well, the difference is we have regular church councils. Uh, the last being the Second Vatican Council, to kind of hash out what the official line is. The software update of the Catholic world. Yes. Well, this is why I find it always kind of, kind of amusing when people say, oh, the Catholic Church believes X. Like, it's not news what we what we believe. It's all out there in writing. And sometimes that's not quite right. People go, the Catholic Church believes in this thing. No, mm-hmm. not exactly. On to tonight's topic. Which is? Theme music. Um, 
So I had this great topic about like that 70K a year uh, minimum wage CEO guy. Yep. But then I was on the internet and I found out about the nude Olympics in Australia. And they have a kind of nude Olympics they only do in Australia where you do Olympic things in the nude. Isn't it dangerous to be nude in Australia? I guess it's called cave on the beach. There's, they have those little tiny octopus that are the most venom, one of the most venomous things in the That's world. That's seasonal. It's only certain times a year. The tiny ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They discovered even new, tinier ones they can get through the safety swimming nets around beaches. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Australia. It's actually a great country. They're very blunt down there. Like, really blunt. So I loved it being, like, an Irish newbie person. And my wife's like, what's her problem? What? She was great. That waitress was fantastic. She came over and said, what do you want? I said, this. She brought it to me and she left. There's no one in Australia. I mean, I haven't been there in 10 years. But no one in Australia goes, how are your first few bites? Yeah, you know how they are? They'd be better if you weren't asking me while I'm chewing. Go away. If I need you, I'll raise my hand. I kind of like that whole, you know the thing on the airplane where you press the little light button and the person comes down to you because you need like another cup of tea or something? I want that in restaurants. If I haven't pressed the button, they do that in certain Japanese restaurants in Japan as well. If I haven't pressed the button, then I don't need anything. Leave me alone. And if you're a really good waitress or waiter, you can see when my drink is a quarter full and I might need another one. Come over then. Don't come over 30 seconds in. Have the first few bites. Who started that? Who? They're going to hell. The Pope yeah. said so, probably. I haven't verified that. If I was the Pope, I'd be like, you know what? I'm not hell, but purgatory. You're definitely going to Catholic purgatory. All those unbaptized babies. Yes, the Pope and, says and, a lot of things. And Protestants. Who else is in purgatory? Protestants and unbaptized babies? <laughs> uh, and probably most Catholics. Most Catholics. I don't think purgatory is real. It's not Jesus, it's in Maccabees. Jesus never mentioned this. No, Jesus didn't, but it's in Maccabees. It's in Maccabees. Yes, they talk about praying for the dead. And if you're Isn't praying- Maccabees a chain of like restaurants in America? Well, that's Applebee's. Yes. So after like a million years, could Hitler get into heaven? If he was a Catholic, which he wasn't. Um, if he was, if he had been repentant before he died, and uh, I'm sure he wasn't. Or there was some other um, mitigating factor. It sounds like a lot of annoying human bureaucratic rules being put on the spiritual afterlife. My brother says that my brother was in the seminary for seven years. He's, he's his thing is, is that seminary get, is preschool for priests. Yeah, I think most people know what the seminary is. I don't think they do. I think a lot of people go seminary. Is that like a sex club? Yes, of sorts. <laughs> I'm terrible. I even you out though, and you even me out. <laughs> Team us. It's true. Yeah, my brother just he says. You know, when we get to heaven, we're going to be surprised at who's there and who isn't. I don't think I'll be surprised. It's awfully hot here. I like the heat. Uh, this is hell, sir. Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. That waitress keeps coming back every minute to ask me <laughs> my first few bites are. Wait a minute, am I in hell? That's how I'll know. Well, you, how... Might be, you might be in purgatory. With all the unbaptized babies. I love that joke. Anyway, we're talking about uh, nude Olympics in Australia. What do we, what do we think about that? Doesn't that just seem like an excuse just to see women's tits? Well, if they do it like the ancient Olympians, then only females can be at the female games, and only males can be at the male games. That seems like a wasted opportunity. <laughs> well, for for us straight guys, yeah. Yeah, the Greeks were mostly bi, weren't they? If you read about ancient Greece, I'm just saying. it. I wouldn't say bi. The, the, the um, practice of pediastry was... I'm sorry, what? Pediastry? Pedio, I can't say it now. Pedas, yeah, whatever. Basically, they didn't have sex with other men. They had sex with boys. Yeah, that sounds worse somehow than them all being bisexuals. 
like everyone being bisexuals, it seems like too much sexual tension. You know what I mean? Like anyone's a possible sexual companion. That's you're, it means you always have to look good. That's why they're always so sculpting those statues. Because <laughs> like, you might have sex with anyone at any time. You gotta look ripped. You can't like you kind of need your bros where you can let your gut hang out. You know what I mean? Men need that. That's why Rome fell, amongst other you know political reasons and civil war. And it wasn't all the Greeks. I don't think it was the uh, Spartans that had a very strong tradition. I saw three hundred and. There's something with donkeys as well. Having sex with them? Yes. Oh, like in Columbia? I saw that Grand Tour episode. Did you see that episode? No. I like how the topic is like, New Olympics Australia, and we're not even talking about that. But back to, so the Grand Tour did an episode in Columbia. Beautiful, amazing country. Anyway, they're in Columbia. They're driving around in their uh, four-wheel drives, uh, various vehicles, and they go to like this donkey place where there's donkeys. And Clarkson's looking through his great big, huge, fancy camera. Because the goal of this uh, episode, this trip, was to take pictures for Amazon screensavers. It's amazing photographs of animals. And he sees, you know, far away, kind of through the lens, it looks like a guy, you know, shagging a donkey. So he goes with his translator over to, like, the older guys. You know, like, you know, the old, like, farm guys hanging around, having to smoke, whatever. And he asks them, he's like, did I missee something? Or is that, oh, no, no problem. Yeah, that's it. They say that, that um, the donkey's like your first wife. And it's perfectly normal. He's like, okay, so like any of the donkeys? Oh, yeah, any donkey. Even the boy donkeys? Oh, no, not the boy donkeys. Because that'd be weird. That, ugh, you know, only the girl donkeys. And I was like, uh, right. Of course, he gets very awkward, then they leave. And they're like, what'd you do, Jeremy? Nothing, let's go. We have to leave. We're leaving now. It's a good episode. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. You, you have Prime, though. Yes, I've seen, a, I've seen a few of them. I haven't watched through all of them, like, the Columbia one, which I think is a two-parter, uh, is very good. It's very good. I like the, um, I like all of that one. You know, Richard, I think your table's a bit shit because you lean on it and it whacks like that. Yes, I shouldn't lean on the I'll table. I'll edit that out. Or I won't. We'll see what happens. See what my mood is. <laughs> <laughs> see, I can do these shows live perfectly the first time. But really, it's Richard I have to, you know, lift up and hold up with uh, editing. There's a prop him up, his performance. Yes. Yes. So basically, Naked Olympics, uh, I, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> it's, it's the thing they do in Australia. It seems like a very Australian thing to do. Let's all get naked and run around the beach and call it the Olympics. It actually apparently is an organized competition, though, like of doing various things. Yeah, I wonder if they, if the male... Um, Does the IOC know about this? I wonder, they if, been... I wonder if the male Olympians um, practice the, uh, the tying of the genitals... Um, so I, I don't think talk. they do. I looked at pictures from it, and there were, it was always like strategic photos where someone's running, but their leg yeah. is up on the camera side, so you can't see any bits. Um, yeah, no, the Greeks actually have had a method of tying their genitals so that they... Weren't so flopsy? Yep. So they didn't injure themselves while running. Yeah, I, I guess if you're really belted running and you're completely naked. But what did, like, man... Because the Greeks were in pretty good shape. What did man do before we had, I guess we had hair, monkeys and trees? I don't know. No, but really, like, like human beings are human beings. But what did we do before we had... Clothes? Yeah. Did, did, have we had clothing so long we stopped growing hair where we'd have hair? Uh, yeah. I guess so. Also, there's probably, some, probably our genitals have gotten larger. But that's not necessarily the case because there are some monkeys Go- with... Gorillas. Gorillas are like half the penis size of humans on average. 
Um, and they're like the silverback gorilla. It's our closest bonobos, relative. Bonobos, I think it's bonobos, have just enormous compared to their size. A bonobo? Yeah. There's some animal called a bonobo that has a huge penis. That's hilarious. What was it? A monkey? Yeah, it's uh, it's well, it's, it's they're really they're like chimps ish. I don't know. I I love like how like the knowledge I have of 1990s quotes of things that are useless, and you're like, well, I know about the largest penis monkey in the world, and is also a very devout Catholic. <laughs> That's funny to me. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know. You're not laughing. <laughs> Duck, ducks have corkscrew penises, and some of them have have it split their fork. Did you know that there is a penis museum, the only one in the world, in Iceland, and they have a few human specimens? I did not go there when I was in Iceland because, uh, gross. Like, don't get me wrong. Have a museum, whatever you want, but I don't want to go to a penis museum with like preserved penises. They go, oh, we have a huge whale penis. Cool. No. Hey, how could you buy a t-shirt like that? I saw the world's largest whale penis in a museum. Like, like what t-shirts would they sell at their gift shop? I don't know. You think, like, like, most museums are like, oh, I went to the aviation museum. I got to sit in an airplane. That's, that's excellent. But what, what is the slogan of the penis museum? That's for another show. Thank you for listening. In the comments, please let us know or Twitter us what you think about tonight's ep- episode which was about many things and a little bit about Australia's nude Olympics. Uh, if you can, please take a moment to share, like, subscribe, thumbs up button. If you already support us on Patreon, thank you very much. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, it's a pretty good mediocre show. Yep. I give that like a six and a half out of like 13. It was more conversational than some of ours. I think people like the conversation. Our witty banter is what people love. <laughs> nervous laughter. I got a lot of that in high school. Did you? Did you get nervous laughter? Oh, anyway. Good night, everyone. Good night.
<laughs> Middle-aged man talk. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Patreon. <laughs> Woof.